Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome back to the TMZ Podcast. I'm Harvey Levin. Charlie Napier. Courtney here. And Fabian here. So uh, before we start, you should know that you can listen to this podcast. We do it three times a week. You can follow it on Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever else you get your podcasts. We're going to start with Kim and Kanye because there is a huge twist right now in this divorce because personally, when I watched Saturday Night Live, I thought this divorce was off because A, Kanye was in New York. He was there. He was there. She made a joke about him, and he's so sensitive that if she made a joke at his expense and he didn't know it and he wasn't down with it, I think he would have gone ballistic. And she was so worried about this Mm -hmm. divorce that it becoming acrimonious. So I thought they were coming back together until we got these documents today. Sure. And that changed everything. I thought this divorce was well. Even before New York, uh, they were they've been hanging out together. They've been they've grabbing been lunch. Nobu. They've been going to Nobu. That, so even before NBC and, and SNL, I thought they were getting back together. Also, the, re- the rekindling was happening right in front of our eyes. He listed his house in Wyoming, and the whole thing about the divorce was that they were living separate lives in, in different states. He did buy a place in Malibu, though. Mm-hmm. Well, his but, own right. place. Uh, but, the, but the place in Malibu could become the weekend Wait, place for them. So what about these new docs make yeah. you think that they're still going Everything to get about these new docs. So we should so, let what the docs say. What, what, what well, so, revealed? So, so we're doing TMZ Live today, and we're talking about the divorce and that it looks like the divorce is off, and then all of a sudden... Um, Brad and Olivia scream, these docs just came in. You guys need to look at them. Right. And the documents say that Kim is basically getting their family home in Hidden Hills. As part of the divorce, she is buying out Kanye's share in this thing. And this divorce is moving forward. So it's moving forward. I, I have a question. Is it possible that this is moving forward on paper and she just didn't bother to halt it. That's what and I, like, still I, I still think. I think behind the scenes, they are still working this out. She's not, you know. I have an the, the paper is the paper. Like, you know, the, whatever that says is happening. But that doesn't mean it can't be undone. I, I have an answer. That doesn't mean he can't What's, just move back hey, into the house. Sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm getting all worked up. I have an answer. All right. No. Why? Uh, wait, what was the question? Party. <laughs> no, she can literally tomorrow the, put an end unless, to no, unless she, you're she hearing, can't. Unless you're hearing some, from someone close to them that it is, in fact, still on. It's all speculation that it's off, right? Ding, 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 ding. Oh, lay it on me. Yeah. What do you got? You got, so, you got a little scoop here. Yeah, so I, I have talked to some people today. And I honestly, I was shocked because I thought this divorce was about to be pulled. Yeah. It's not. Wow. The divorce is going full steam ahead. They are dividing up assets. This house, which is a big deal. When you think about this, the house is a big deal. Kanye is Kim is buying out Kanye's share. They bought this property for twenty million. It's worth he, sixty million. He designed it, right? He, right. He, he was like the ar- he was like the architect of mm-hmm. it. He spent years doing yep. it. It's like his it was, uh, it, it, sixteen chapter. I have seen it once, and it's really it is a museum. Wow. But I, I, I'm telling you, I there is no way that Kim is saying, "Oh, I'm going to go through the motions. I'm going to buy you out, but I'm going to drop the divorce." 
I also spoke to some people today. This divorce is continuing to move. Okay, so it, the documents do you, actually reflect what's happening behind the scenes, what you're saying. Absolutely. That they do you are think it's continuing to move because Kanye is still kind of on timeout from how he behaved? So I, Kim doesn't want to fully forgive him yet and yo, to just think like, okay, have, okay, we're fine. We're getting back have, together. So that, she's like I, testing him. I 100% believe that because yeah. like any woman, look. I like been, any I've woman. Been, oh, like, I'm, I'm just saying I've been, I'm put, out. I've been, I'm put, I've been put through the ringer. When I'm trying to get, when I've tried, look, re somewhat recently, I tried getting back with a girl I saw some time ago. We kind of rekindled, but she didn't. I was in the doghouse for a while. It took a while for me oh God. to I gain curry favor with her. Stadium. And I had to work to get back in. Okay? So maybe Kanye is still need, has some work to do. And to how's get back that going in. for you now? Oh, I don't see this person anymore. We can now pivot from Kanye to Fabian, who seems more interesting. <laughs> right? Yeah. But look, I, I mean, they are distributed. What, what happens in these divorces is that there are two big issues here. Obviously, custody, that's not going to be an issue because right. they're co-parenting really well. Right. And that's not an issue. Property division. They have prenups, they have all sorts of stuff, but it's a complicated thing because when two people get together with that kind of money and they buy things and pool money and do all of this stuff, they've got to untangle it. And they are in the process of untangling. If this were just, hey, you get the house and that's all the document says, I get it. But the trick and the key to this is that she is buying out his share. That's when money that's, starts moving back and forth, right. and that's the marker of a divorce. And how much is this house worth? Well, it's worth six. They say it's worth sixty million now. Oh but, my god! But it, but what, what's interesting about that is the buyout. And actually, this could go to your point, Fabian. The buyout is not a sixty million buyout. It's a twenty million buyout, which is what they bought the property for. Hmm. So Kanye's not. Kanye could say, look. I it's want you to buy more. me out based on sixty million because number one, that's what the property's worth, and number two, I'm the reason it's worth that because mm -hmm. I'm the one that designed it. Right. But he's not doing that. He's saying well, the buyout will be based on what we paid, and that's the twenty. Wow. And so, I, you know, uh, so I gotta say the obvious question: if if this is in fact true that the divorce is still on. What the hell are they doing? Hanging out and, it's and clearly it's parenting. No, they're not co-parenting. They are co-parenting. What are you talking about? I'm, I'm, I'm really Courtney. confused. They weren't co-parenting. I know, but we see Courtney and Scott like together but all the time. Like that's what yeah, the Kardashians do. They're close. This is a very fresh that's like happening right now. And two people that are supposedly this acrimonious don't hang out together as much as they have been. We haven't seen Angie and Brad Pitt out together. It's weird. It's mixed signals. I don't know what's going on with them. They're just weird people. They're weird. They're doing it for publicity because it gets. It headlines is possible, and she has her or she just show. wants the deed on her name like the deed to the house uh, I, I listen i i can't I, agree this mixed signals I, 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 i'm mixed just signal. telling you right now the divorce is on okay okay speaking of kim we're going to move on to oh. other things but i want to do one more thing with kim because she has taken a lot of heat for right, something that happened on so. Saturday Night Live. Right, well, a so. lot of people thought she did a really good job in her opening monologue of SNL. She said a lot of nail-biting jokes. She made comments about her sisters having plastic surgery, but there were some jokes she made about O.J. Simpson, which a lot of people were pretty shocked about. My father was and still is such an influence and inspiration to me, and I credit him with really opening up my eyes to racial injustice. It's because of him that I met my first black person. <laughs> Want to take a stab in the dark at who it was? Um, I know it's sort of weird to remember the first black person you met, but OJ does leave a mark. Or several. Or none at all. I still don't know. Every time Whoa. I every time I hear that, so, it's worse. It gets, it gets worse, worse and worse. It's funny because the people were laughing in the audience. Right, and, and clapping. And when I was watching it, 
live, I cringed. I was like, Jesus, I grimaced. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of people grimaced. Well, and well guess, guess who else grimaced? Her uh, Nicole, Nicole Brown Simpson's sister, Tanya Brown, I actually spoke to her, asked her about how she felt. She watched the monologue and she just said this was in poor taste. She was extremely hurt by this. Remember, there's history here. 100%. Because Kris Jenner was best friends with Nicole Brown Simpson back in the day. And of course, Kim's dad, Robert Kardashian, was on the OJ side working on his case. So they were really they a went part on trips of this family. together. Uh, I, yeah. I, I, I got to tell you, I met Chris when I was a reporter at CBS in Los Angeles, you know, covering the trial. And Chris was so adamant. I mean, I remember our meetings. Um, and I worked with her a little bit because she knew a lot about that relationship. And she was convinced from the moment she found out that OJ murdered her. Murdered Nicole. And she was like fierce about it. And and what Charlie's referring to, a couple of weeks before the murders, um, OJ and Nicole and their kids and Chris and and then Bruce right. and Kim and the other kids all went to a trip in Mexico. And the idea of this trip was to see if Nicole and OJ could get back together. And when it came back, and you can ask Chris about this, because I remember asking her myself, and Chris said Nicole wasn't into it. And that oh, drove wow. OJ insane. So with all that history in mind, it begs the question, how could Kim and or Chris, who's probably involved in this writing process or whatever, approve something like this? Well, that's exactly. what I don't understand because there are so many other OJ jokes that they could have yeah. gone down. Like, like the Chloe but you didn't, being you, did, you didn't even need to do an OJ joke. You didn't joke. have you to, but I'm saying if she wanted to throw it. it in there. And obviously, Ron Goldman's family. Right. Like, so sad. Like, no one's like, even talking about that. We should just acknowledge, them. like, Tanya feels like it's in poor taste. We should acknowledge definitively, it is in poor taste. This is a shitty joke. And it's it's insensitive because people died and were murdered. And also, Tanya said... Like, this is not something you joke about. And Tanya said exactly what Courtney said. She could have easily said to the writers, I'm not doing this joke. Unclear you who you know, came she up with it. Can, can, can I tell you something? If she... If she would have just... It's wrong on all levels, but to say... You know, can you take a stab in the dark at who it is? That's bad. What's worse to me is to say, OJ leaves a mark or several. Right. That's, uh, so, God, that's when I just thought, so oh my we're God. Not gonna get, we're not going to get an answer out of the Kardashians as to why they greenlit this. We'll never get an answer out of them. They don't want to answer to it because, you know. Oh, they, I know the you answer. Know, we, we talked about this no, the other day. We know the answer. What is the answer? What? The Two answers. One, it's funny, they think, and they Ugh. think. And two, they think enough time passed. Mm -hmm. and, wow. it, and, it, and you and know that, what? And, and enough time may have passed for a lot of people. It didn't for Fred Goldman, for Kim. If It didn't for, uh, you Tanya. know, for it Tanya. It, speaks, it didn't for Denise. It speaks volumes on how close they actually were or how much they even or their care. Kids. Or, or how much they even care. Yeah, alive. how much, how much know, the Kardashians and, 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 care and, about the Simpson family or the Goldman family? Apparently not that much. Not right. these days anyway. And, and you Apparently know, and, not. I don't want to get too dark about this, but, you know, I will tell you something. Nicole Brown Simpson was almost decapitated. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she was, was left on, she was left on the front porch, right in front of the front door. Her kids there was a man who was walking that night who saw a dog, which was their dog, Cato, and the dog had bloody paw prints. And the dog started pushing the guy toward the condo. And that's how they discovered the bodies. Mm. Wow. If that guy hadn't seen that, 
and the morning and and night became morning. The kids were the their two kids were upstairs. Wow. They would have come downstairs, wow. couldn't find their mom, opened the front door, and seen her laying dead, almost decapitated. Well, that just mm-hmm. makes it even worse. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So you not know, something to joke about. No. Not even however many years later it's been. See, that, okay. That we can all agree on. Here's what we cannot agree on, and I, I hesitate to bring oh, this up. No. I just got into I just got into a terrible argument with Fabian about this. Uh, let, shocking. Let me just let me just preface this by saying Fabian doesn't know shit. Okay. Um, okay. So Paul McCartney told Rolling told uh, the New Yorker that the Rolling Stones was how did he put it, Fabian? He basically a blues said, cover band. Blues cover band. A blues cover band. They're a blues cover band, which is the ultimate insult you can make. To the Rolling Stones, and this is a back and forth that's been going on. There are between... people who think there are people who actually agree with that, and they say the Beatles were a cover band too, which they're not. I don't believe either are. Right. But, but isn't a cover band you repeat exact same songs that someone else has, or has already Paul done? Paul is basically saying the Rolling Stones are generic. They're just they're just you could go to any bar, any blues bar, and find the, a similar product. Is what he's saying. This has been going back and forth between Mick Jagger and Paul McCartney over the past year. They've been kind of trading shots at each other, not in a very mean way. Kind of friendly, but kind not. Kind of friendly, mm, but there has been, there's this right. thing like, who's a, better? There's who's been a rivalry. Better? Right, there's Why? a rivalry. Why? There's 70 year old men. So what are they random. fighting exactly. about? Well, first of all, 70 year old men don't have to just die and wither away. But honestly, so, they've been around for 50 years. Now they're just let, fighting let me, about this. Me, no, it's, little... been, it's been bubbling over let, time. Let me give my take on this. So, listen, I'm born, I was born in 92, okay? And I don't know what year you guys were born in. We don't have to age people or anything. I think like you're. That. You're I disqualified. Think you were, I think you were born <laughs> okay, before whatever. me, but uh, yes. the point is, look, you if, think? If, you listen, if you ask any 20-something, I would argue, if how did, what, about, what do you think about the Beatles? A lot of people would say, I don't get the appeal. I don't get the appeal. A lot of their songs, to yeah, me... but a lot of people our age had parents that listened sure, to them and I'll, would explain just, how iconic they were and groundbreaking. Are you, real, are you, real, are you really going to try to recreate history and say yeah, the I'm Beatles are just I'm just saying that so a lot sorry. of their songs... <laughs> yeah. Look, I, I'm a professional music skimmer. I skim a lot of music, <laughs> and I'll what, just so say... So give me, hey, Fabian, 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 I, 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 Fabian. have a more upbeat... Fabian, give me some examples. Give me some examples. Give me some examples, Fabian. let it be. These are lullabies that the Beatles... Let it... Let it be is a lullaby. Yeah, let it hey, be. Hey, Jude's another lullaby. Like, these are just like, like these are like. <laughs> that is not like, what they sound like. They're sleepy songs. These are like, and they, they don't. So you have, think all the Beatles? You think all the Beatles songs are sleepy? They just haven't aged well. You think all the Beatles songs I, I, I are sleepy? I listen to the Beatles, and it sounds like old timey music to me. You it think? really does. And I, I would just say the Stones sound a little more modern. They were ahead of their time. Okay, I just, Fabian, but I, just pl- I just played. We we can't. I can't let uh, you guys hear it because we don't have the money to license it. Sure. However, I just played She Loves You for Fabian. That is undeniably not a sleepy song. Look, they have some cool songs. I'll give them that. And that's but an early song. I just say, I'll just say the, the, the Stones have, their music has sort What's of your aged. favorite Stone song? Like, Satisfaction, you know. Satisfaction. Satisfaction. Oh, oh Britney Spears is yes. so much better. Oh, and you're talking God. about that oh, one. Like, I'm, not, I'm not a musical yeah. savant either. I'm just kind of giving you my generalist, my, my man of the people take. Like, so this your is, team rolling Fabian, stone. Fabian, you're, yeah. you're not a man of the people here. The people say the Beatles are the best group in the history you of music. You know what? Our, our resident rocker, she's not here, but Karumi weighed in on this with me earlier today. She said that the the Beatles are the One Direction of the '60s, and she she's a hardcore. Really, she's a hardcore. The, the One Direction. She, they're like the Mickey Mouse cookie cutter <laughs> oh band my. of their era. Have that's you what, have, that's you, what listen, have you ever listened? Have you ever like, listened to Sgt. Peppers? Nah, have you listened to Rubber I've, Soul? I've, I've skimmed. Have I've you listened to all, the White Album? I've skimmed all these albums. Okay, I do Fabian. Skimming. Fabian, this, you can't, this is ridiculous. 
I, and by the way, we should say Paul McCartney's been on a truth tear lately, bashing John oh, Lennon. Yeah. He didn't bash him. He, well, he, he, did. he said John broke up the group. Paul it's McCartney just a fact. Is old. He's like, I don't care. I'm but gonna tell you how I feel. I'm kind of loving it. The it's, transparency. Well, I don't understand why he let Yoko go down for all those years. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. I mean, he, he, they've talked about this before. I honestly, I thought that the Beatles broke up because Paul and John argued over money. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I thought it was all a business dispute. And that's what a lot of people thought back then. John just apparently, look, Yoko, a lot of people think Yoko broke up the band. She probably did. And she may well- Inadvertently. She, I'm not sure it was inadvertent. You're she, because, because when you look at John Lennon, John Lennon actually had a really interesting career after the Beatles. Oh, for sure. They all did. 100%. So, you know, he wanted to pursue what he pursued. All I'm saying is, I'm the only guy who lived during that time. Sure. Okay, and, but I and, took and, the and, Beatles and, class. And, 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 and what you need to understand about it is, they didn't just produce incredible music, they changed the entire landscape of music. All I want to say is if you're not in head over heels in love with the Beatles, it's okay to come out and say so. No, it's not. You don't not. have to be afraid it's anymore. Not. It I is afraid not okay. School. I'm Harvey, not afraid anymore. Harvey, are you anti-Rolling Stone? No, well, you know, when I was growing up, you either were for the Beatles or for the Stones. Wow. Oh, you wow. couldn't you couldn't be for both. Oh, it's okay. like Backstreet Boys and, and I was right. and I was and I was, and, I, and I was for the Beatles. But I love the Stones. All I'm saying is you just you cannot overestimate the impact the Beatles had and their music, the range, uh, the, the range of their music. I'm telling you. All right. I'll, when, maybe I'll give it another listen. Instead of skimming, I'll actually when you listen. When you listen to when you listen to, you listen to I Wanna Hold Your Hand. And then you see, and then the way, and the, and the, and the way they, the, the way they just changed everything up, not once, not twice, okay. not three times, but Go every on. album, it's unbelievable what, what they did. No, I'm not, it's not a movie. Go to Vegas and go to Love. It's, oh, yeah. it's the Circus Soleil show of the, the Beatles. Beatles. Yeah. It's I, amazing. Okay. okay, before we, this hey, becomes hey guys, a Beatles fan club, we should talk about it. We're gonna agree on one thing. Okay. Demi Lovato. Oh, yes. This one is rough. This Demi Lovato is, is a lot. ridiculous. Anybody? Demi Lovato did an interview where Demi was saying that it's derogatory to call extraterrestrials aliens. Yes. That you need to call them ETs. Yes. And why? I so I can't we, piece it together. So basically, this, ridiculous. this interview, um, it was, I read it on paper. Apparently, there might be a clip out there somewhere, and I, I think I might have seen it. They do say it in a kind of jokey sort of manner, and, sh and they later screen grabbed our story, took to IEG and said, TMZ, it's not that serious. But if you take it on its face, and you kind of have to take a lot, Demi Lovato these days, they are very up in arms about a lot of things. The ice cream the situation. Ice, the, the diet, uh, the whole diet me. scandal. Fat free ice cream. Yogurt. Yogurt, oh, yogurt, whatever, the whole, the whole diet scandal <laughs> that they got you. all riled they up about. They were very upset. So reading this on its face, if there's any hint of them really believing this, it's absolutely absurd. They don't want the word alien applied to actual extraterrestrials when we've been calling aliens aliens rightly so by definition they're foreigners because they're not from earth but but For years no it could it could also be don't what we gonna, have don't here on earth right now. well right. hold on just oh, hear me out for two seconds this I'm might excited. be beyond you guys but oh excuse oh. us we <laughs> can leave we could leave if uh, if we're not worthy of sitting here <laughs> there is a moon and i believe it's jupiter's moon that is called europa and the outer part of this moon is pure ice but inside of it is h2o water so there's a lot of belief that in this on this moon it could have 
like sea life, just like what we have here. And there could actually be whales or find things that would survive in H2O. So is she okay? I don't know, but how's that an alien? What is going? My point yeah, is it doesn't it necessarily have to be extraterrestrial. The, it doesn't, so it doesn't matter. Any, whatever, any animals. Any alien that is not of Earth is literally an alien by definition. Guys, an alien guys, is foreign. Well, what, are, what, what are you guys anymore, talking Adrian? about? Well, yes, you can. This is, guys, this is ridiculous. This is her argument. This is her argument just, is that it, it has no to do with argument. immigration. It has to do with immigration in the right, in the far right. Or, aliens or, or, are not immigrants. I know, but people call um, immigrants illegal aliens. I know, my people, dad does not like Not anymore. People who not are, anymore. I know, it, it, the kosher term is undocumented, that's PC culture, whatever. But calling, and that's, that's her argument. Oh, we call, we call undocumented people illegal aliens. That has a negative connotation. Nix it completely. Nix it completely. Here's even, the thing. Even as it pertains to aliens. They are, what, have you seen the movie Alien? I know. No. <laughs> we should say Demi Lovato is becoming, in my opinion, annoying and obnoxious on, on a lot of different things. They're trying to be on the right side of history, but at a certain point, I, I, I have a different. You, you I, I have Demi a different. Like, I have a different opinion about this. I think Demi is actually playing this really well. That if you look at it on the surface, it's ridiculous, It's absurd. Maybe she's trolling. Maybe they're trolling us. Demi, Maybe they are no, well, us. Demi Lovato has a series that they that I think just got released it's September thirtieth right. about new about Peacock special called Unidentified. Right, right. and that's about that's about UFOs and 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 aliens, if you will. And so if they were going for and here, here, here's the thing. There are a lot of these documentaries out, right? Yeah. yeah. So mm -hmm. how, how do you stand out? How do you Harvey, cut the how do you, you did an alien we, documentary? I, I did indeed. How do you cut through the noise? By Within, having with, buzzworthy with, headlines. And what is a buzzworthy What is a better buzzworthy headline than to say Gosh, the word alien, it's just so wrong. If this for these is a publicity stunt, it's then smart. It is, and good on them for trolling us, I guess. But if if they are serious, no. I am putting they're, my foot down they're and not, saying- They're not serious. They I, better not be serious. I, I really think, I thought about it at first, and I thought, oh my God, Demi is just off the rails on this. Right. And the more I thought about it, and the more I thought, God, as a producer, look what they have done. They have now taken that documentary, put it front and center, and everybody's saying, boy, is this going to be bizarre? Is it going to be crazy? What's what is Demi going to- It's It's unidentified. unidentified. All right. And, and, and so I think it's smart. I mean, I think it's ultimately- brilliant. It's smart. It's a ridiculous point, and it got us talking. We wouldn't have talked about this documentary it's otherwise. It's true. Okay. Uh, final. Adele. This yeah. one hurts. Oh, Give this is me a, sting. a break. This is just rude. Give me a break. So, uh, what Adele said, what she told British Vogue, is, you know, the reason I I live in L.A., I moved to L.A. from London, is because the real estate in L.A. is more affordable. I can't. Which is so... <laughs> I know. In my one-bedroom apartment, I'm so annoyed. I have a one-bedroom, too, that I recently just bought. And I have a mortgage. And to break it down for people, it, it was expensive. expensive it was expensive. This one-bedroom cost me, like, $460,000. Just I, a tiny one-bedroom. I was looking, though. There are some parts of London that are more expensive really? than well, Los Angeles. of course, but yeah. Adele like, is what, Like, rich. how much? How much? I was going to say, I couldn't... I can't remember. Oh, so a one-bedroom was, like, a million dollars. And, and it way, wasn't... It was in meters, so I'm not really sure what the square what, foot is. But she's not buying a one bedroom. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Adele's not buying a one bedroom. But I'm still saying for a one bedroom, a million dollars is a lot of money. But do you understand that in LA, there are homes that are being sold for $150 million? No, my ben filter is a lot at, lower on ben that. Ben and Jen are looking at $85 million houses. Right. I mean, LA, yeah, there are, she's in, she is in an area right now 
that is really expensive, but it's not the most expensive area of L.A. And and it's true. L.A. can be absurdly expensive, it is. just the way London can be. Yeah. I mean, I don't think this is even a contest. I mean, London. There are parts of London that are insanely expensive, and the, and there's a lot of L.A. that's insanely. We expensive. We should acknowledge that Adele is filthy freaking rich and can live right. anywhere in the world and she can afford anything in the world. Her, her saying, oh, it's more affordable, it sounds stupid. Well, yeah, she's but I think, I think what she's dollars. actually getting at is that you get more bang for your buck, perhaps here in LA, which still doesn't quite make sense to me, but maybe that's what she's saying. No, because no. in London, Fabian, she, you're Fabian, lying. she's not on this budget where she's thinking, <laughs> oh my God, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting, I mean, she's not, Cutting coupons. Yeah, she can live where she wants to live. This was definitely a decoy because she's from London. So if it just looks like she's moving to Los Angeles to become Hollywood, she's gonna have so many haters, and it looks like she's abandoning London. And she's dating a guy who's dating Rich Paul. Rich Paul. So you don't. You can't be like, I'm moving to LA for my boyfriend. I think it has to do with space, you guys, because she explained that when she lived in London, most of her time was spent in a car or inside a building, and that she wanted to be somewhere where there's fresh air and somewhere where she could see the sky. In LA. What do you need in a car? That has nothing to do with money. Right, it's just scenery. She just wants a different You guys, scene. it's all like condos and townhouses Yeah, but no, so did flats, you say a right? car? So here, yeah, she could have more land. You go to Calabasas. So that's what I'm saying, more, more, land. more bank by the way, for your London, buck. London has estates too, by the way. They, okay. I mean, they like have big estates. city. Well, okay, but I mean, where does she want to live? I don't know. All it's I can like say is- It's like the Rancho Cucamonga Can we Can we agree on- Rancho Cucamonga? <laughs> what? Outside the city? But honestly, she's talking about being in a car. LA traffic's the worst. It is. So it's why would you really even come these, here? She's like big, oh, clear skies. Move to Kansas. You can you can buy a whole lot of. You can she move. can she's move. Buy hundreds of Kansas. She wants to move of course, in the world. She can. By the way, she said that she's already invested more than thirty million on three properties in Beverly Hills. Good for her. Hold on, if she's listening, Adele, Ralph's Fresh has great sushi. <laughs> You're obsessed okay. with this sushi good. right it's now. It's really good, Adele. Okay, uh, that's it for us today. You can listen to our podcast on Apple, on Spotify, Google, wherever else you get your podcasts. We will be back on Friday. Have a good one, guys. See you.